we still smiling, right, Kane's family? Here's where the Maui Goa momentum is going to take us for the rest of the class of 2023. You are Locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Alex Dono, your host. I'm a University of Miami alumnus and a longtime South Florida sports radio vet, including pregame and postgame for Miami Hurricanes football. And thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We are available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. I'd like to thank LinkedIn Jobs for being the official college football recruiting sponsor across, across the Locked on College network. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. Still catching my breath after the announcement yesterday afternoon, 4th of July. These were all the fireworks that I needed. Five-star offensive tackle, the number one ranked offensive tackle in the entire country for the class of 2023, Francis Maui Goa from IMG Academy in Bradenton, Florida, picked the Miami Hurricanes our first five-star of the cycle. But, folks, he's not going to be the last. I guarantee you that. I can't guarantee you how many more five-stars there will be. I think there could be two or three more five-stars in this recruiting class. I can't guarantee you exactly how many, but I can guarantee you Francis Maui Goa will not be the only five-star verbal commit that the Hurricanes will land in this recruiting cycle. Let's talk about what he had to say after his commitment to the U. And as we talked about in yesterday's episode, landing Maui Goa gets Miami now in the top 10. Class of 2023, Miami now has the eighth ranked class in 2023. Nine days ago, they had the 44th ranked class. So with the commitments of the likes of Jaden Rashada, which was gigantic, these were all gigantic. You had a bunch of four stars before the five-star drop from Rashada to Ray Ray Joseph to Riley Williams to Robert Stafford to Francis Maui Goa. Miami, they've shot up like a rocket, rocket to the moon right now. So Francis Maligoa, in talking about why he picked Miami and just the camaraderie that he feels with the coaches here, the coaching staff over there, he said, I think they're settled. They recruited me at Oregon. Yeah, this was one, Cristobal and Mirabal. They love them, top offensive linemen. They recruit and develop that position very, very well, and they were very much on Maui Goa before they arrived at Miami. Uh, We built a lot of bond, he said, a lot of relationships. I have great trust in offensive line coach Alex Mirabal and head coach Mario Cristobal. Playing for a head coach that played O-line, that's an O-lineman dream right there because an O-line head coach, he's going to focus your football game on the O-line. So, yeah, it's all about the you, he said. And that's something, guys, we've been preaching that ever since Mario Cristobal arrived. We've been preaching it, that when it comes to recruiting top offensive line talent, and there are others that Miami is going to be in play for, when you're recruiting players like Francis Maui Goa, you know, obviously you're not going to get every single one of the top tackles and the top guards and centers. You're not going to get everybody, right? There's some that are going to slip through the cracks, of course, but they all love the fact that their head coach is a former O-lineman and a former O-line coach. That's really something that appeals to people like Francis Maui Goa. And let's also throw some credit to Jaden Rashada, because Jaden Rashada, ever since he committed to Miami, and probably even before he announced it, was starting to recruit other players like Francis to join him at the U. 
Francis said this about Jaden. Jaden Rashada, we've been talking for a while now. He said, I'm excited for what he's going to bring in. I'm going to bring in I'm going to bring in my all so we can build this team. Hopefully a lot more to come. And Francis added, I don't like to talk a lot. I like the action. He said, I'm all about the action. I'm all about that action, boss. Uh, so we're going to bring in the heat and we're going to win another national championship, another natty. Those were his words. I, I made it national championship. He said, we're going to win another natty. We're going to bring it back. He said, uh, and something when we reacted to Francis's commitment yesterday, when we talk about the coaches, I was kicking myself after yesterday's episode for not mentioning Joe Salavea who's Miami's defensive line coach, and he's one of Francis's uncles. That was another big one. And you guys saw when, when Francis made his official visit down here and he did the photo shoot, um, he was posing with Coach Salavea, and Salavea like, had his shirt off. He was like banging his chest, and Francis was going crazy. So you know they have, of course, the shared Polynesian heritage, and they're actually blood relatives. That helped as well. And Coach Salavea, of course, is along with Mirabal, one of the coaches that gets credit for recruiting Francis Mauigoa the hardest. So a lot of players, when they commit to Miami, they will say, you know, the U feels like family. For Francis Mauigoa, it literally is family because he has a, a member of his family is on the coaching staff and he's now on uh, the University of Miami football team and it's fantastic. So, you know, we talked about Everything that Francis Maui Goa does very, very well. When it comes to strength and size, he's ahead of the curve at his age. Uh, six foot five, 330 pounds. So, you know, there's still time for him to add even more quality size, power, and muscle in the weight room once his body matures a little bit more. And he's already right there. Freakish strength. He's an absolute mauler. And, you know, the reason why he's considered to be such an elite prospect is not only does he have just the strength and the ability to just sit defenders down and throw them in the other direction, but he's also got really good feet, technique, graceful for his size. And so he projects out as being a top talent and he could play any position on the offensive line he wants to. He played mostly right tackle last year at IMG Academy. He can, I'm sure play left tackle he could even transition into guard if you wanted to be he's elite at pulling uh there's a lot of stuff that Francis Mauigoa does really well um you know if you want to look at the flip side of it I'm not going to say that there's really any weakness for this player at least not like a you know a glaring weakness if he had any real weaknesses he wouldn't be a five star and he wouldn't be the top tackle in the entire country but if you're looking for an area of his game that could use a little bit more improvement, it's probably the pass blocking is what I'm told. Uh, he's farther ahead as a run blocker and a mauler than he is as a pass blocker, but I'm splitting hairs when I even bring that up because uh, he's going to get the best quality coaching at Miami. And so all of that stuff is going to improve. So what everyone wants to talk about now is, you know, momentum is huge in recruiting. When Miami landed Jaden Rashada, that was big for momentum, right? You had within the next few days, you had a four-star receiver in Ray Ray Joseph, a four-star tight end in Riley Williams, a four-star defensive back in Robert Stafford. Um, that was big for momentum. And now you've got the momentum that's going to come from landing a five-star in the trenches uh, and again, Miami is going to land multiple five stars in this class. So let's talk about what's next. OK, the next domino who is going to fall and I believe he's going to fall for Miami 
five-star edge rusher Jaden Wayne. He's from the Tacoma, Washington area, but he's transferring to IMG Academy in Bradenton, Florida, so he's going to be a lot closer to Miami. And guess what? Uh, Maui Goa is an IMG guy. Uh, Miami is la- IMG Academy, and a lot of people have said this in our YouTube comments. We've said it in a number of our episodes. IMG Academy, which is a football factory, is becoming a pipeline to the University of Miami. And it's a beautiful thing because you're going to get a ton of great players who come from all over the country to transfer into IMG. Uh, if, if you can build a pipeline to that academy, you're in really, really good shape, my friends. So Jaden Wayne, he is announcing this Saturday. So if you've got anything to do, schedule your plans between now and Saturday because Saturday, it's all about Jaden Wayne. Watch. This Saturday, July 9th, his sister's birthday, he is going to announce where he will be enrolling this fall. All of the crystal balls have this five-star player landing at Miami. Of course, you know, crystal balls are not guarantees. Crystal ball, Mario crystal ball is a guarantee. The crystal balls are not guarantees, but I feel pretty good about this one. Much like Francis Maui Goa, Mario Cristobal has actually been recruiting this player for years, since long before he got to Miami. With Jaden Wayne, Cristobal's actually been recruiting this guy since he was in eighth grade. You want to talk about putting in the work, and you want to talk about identifying talent before anyone else identifies it? Mario Cristobal has been recruiting Jaden Wayne since he was a middle schooler, okay? Uh, And yeah, Miami, uh, so we're going to find out July 9th. um, And, you know, Jaden Wayne looks like a guy who's going to, about 250 pounds, six foot four, six foot five. You know, he could be a factor very, very early on in his college career. Now, Miami is also very much in play for a five star wide receiver, a five star cornerback, another five star offensive tackle, and more. So, we have to talk about those right after we talk about LinkedIn. As the sun comes out and small businesses are back in business. LinkedIn Jobs makes it easier to grow your team. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the people you want to interview faster and free. Create a job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you so much for making Locked On Canes your first listen today. We are available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you hit the thumbs up button and subscribe to our channel. Subscribe to our audio podcasts as well. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you get your pods. Um, when you talk about players that are also being projected to Miami, five stars. We're going to talk. Uh, there's a lot of four stars out there, too, my friends. We'll talk more about the four stars uh, throughout the week. But five stars Miami's in play for. I mentioned Jaden Wayne. Miami considered the favorite there for the edge rusher out of Tacoma. Miami is also favored to land one from the backyard. Five-star wide receiver Jalen Brown from Gulliver Prep in Miami. 
He is the fourth ranked wide receiver in the entire country in his class. Number 29 overall player in the class of 2023. I don't believe he has an announcement date set just yet, but Miami is trending for him. And as always, guys, uh, I am not omniscient. Does that mean all-knowing? I'm not. I'm. I, I am omnipresent. I'm everywhere, but I'm not all-knowing. I'm not omniscient. So if ever, if ever I say something like, you know, a player doesn't have a date set, and you're like, he does have a date. He's gonna let me know in the comments, right? So as far as I've seen, I don't think Jalen Brown has it has a date set for his announcement. If you guys know otherwise on him or anyone else I mentioned, let me know because Miami is after so many players, it's hard to keep track of when everybody's announcing. All right. Uh, but Miami is favored for Jalen Brown, so fingers crossed. You hope that goes our way. That's another five-star. Miami is in the mix for five-star safety, Jonel Aguero. He will be announcing on July 23rd. That one does have a date that I've seen. Uh, and Aguero did react to Maui Goa picking Miami. That got his attention. Seems like we have some momentum with him, uh, but the crystal balls are pointing Janelle Aguero to Georgia, not Miami. So we'll have to see how that one plays out. The Hurricanes have done a good job in recent years recruiting safeties. This would be a big one, five-star, if they can land him. Uh, the Hurricanes are among the favorites for five-star athlete Nicholas Harbor. I would love to land this one. He He's an elite track star out of Washington, D.C. He projects as a defensive end. Uh, so this is one of those extreme size and speed uh, could be developed into one of the best pass rushers in the country. Six foot five, 225 pounds. He's the top ranked athlete in the class. Uh, no announcement date for him that I've seen and no crystal balls either. Nobody has made like a strong prediction of where he's going to go. Uh, he did recently visit Miami. He was here that weekend when it seemed like everybody was in Coral Gables, the Legends Camp weekend. Uh, he's also considering Georgia, LSU, Michigan, and Maryland. And I know you hear Maryland, like one of these does not belong. He's uh, since he's from that area, Maryland's the hometown school for him. He is considering Maryland along with Miami, Michigan, LSU, and Georgia. So we keep our eyes on Nicholas Harbor. Uh, Miami, by the way, we just landed a five-star offensive tackle, the number one guy in the class. Miami's in pretty good position, I think, to land the third ranked offensive tackle in the class and another five-star and that's Samson Okunlola from Massachusetts. Uh, he also right now has not does not have any crystal balls. Uh, I've been told Miami's making a great impression on Samson. He is the third-ranked OT in the class. Uh, Miami's top competition for him, Alabama, Michigan State, Georgia, and Florida. I mean, Florida's been taking a lot of L's, so we'll see how that one goes for them. Uh, no announcement date for Samson that I've seen. And another five-star that Miami is uh, is in play for, definitely five-star cornerback. Top cornerback in the country in his class, Cormani McLean. From what I understand, though, um, he may not announce anything until National Signing Day. Hopefully early and not late, because like hey, if I have to wait this long, let me wait till December, not February. But I don't know. Cormani McLean from I, I've asked around, and I, I don't know if he's going to announce anything until December at the earliest. Uh, so Miami's going to have to keep working for this one. Miami's top competition is from the Crimson Tide, Alabama, uh, and right now, and again, a lot can change in the next five months. But it looks like one of these things where it's a tug of war right now between Miami 
and Alabama for Cormani McLean. Florida is also trying to stay in the mix for him. He's from Lakeland, Florida. I have to amend something I said yesterday. Uh, I think when I was referring to Cormani McLean yesterday, I said he was from Orlando. Uh, he's from Lakeland, not Orlando. Um, but listen, I'm, I'm a 305 guy. Anything north of Palm Beach, I just consider it. Anything north of Palm Beach and south of Jacksonville, I just refer to as Orlando. So sometimes sometimes I'm going to get those wrong, man. So, so these are uh, five stars in the coming weeks or months that Miami has a shot at. They've landed their first five-star in this class. And they're also in the mix for Jaden Wayne, who I feel really good about. If I'm going to put like a confidence rating on that one, I'd go at about an eight for Jaden Wayne. I'd go at a seven or eight for Jalen Brown. It's tougher to say for the rest of these guys, like Janelle Aguero, I don't know, maybe less than a five. But then like he seemed to be excited about Maui Goa coming to Miami. So who knows? So you're also in the mix for Aguero, for Nicholas Harbor, for Samson Okunlola, and for Cormani McLean. And if there's any other five stars you think I left out that you believe Miami is in the mix for or anyone else you want us to talk about in a coming episode, leave us a comment on YouTube or leave us a tweet at Locked on Canes. And if you follow us at Locked on Canes, we will follow you back. You can also follow my personal account at Alex Dono, Dono spelled D-O-N-N-O. We've got to talk about conferences, and this is going to be this is going to be the topic, I think, of the next several weeks and possibly the next several years. Okay, because the landscape of college football, it's changing before our very eyes. You know, when you have the SEC are adding Oklahoma and Texas to what's already the best conference is becoming a super conference. And the Big Ten basically declared war on the SEC because they're going into California and they're adding USC and UCLA. Those are big gets in a vacuum, especially USC. But the gets are even bigger when you consider this now puts the Big Ten right into the Los Angeles TV market. And they've got that billion-dollar TV deal on the table with Fox that everybody talks about. And the SEC has a huge TV deal with ESPN. And the ACC's TV deal is basically in the toilet, which is unfortunate. So now with what we refer to as a Power Five essentially becoming – a power two and a half, right? Because obviously SEC, Big Ten, legitimate power conferences, with what they're taking away from the Pac-12, Pac-12 is on life support. With what they're taking away from the Big 12, Big 12 is on life support. And then you got the ACC kind of dangling in the wind. So they're the half, right? SEC, Big Ten are the two powers. ACC is like a half power right now. So you've gone from a power five to a power two and a half with a couple of big moves. Is it going to end up being a power two? What can the ACC do to stay around? I believe the biggest wild card here are the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. There's a lot of talk about them joining the Big Ten. If they join the Big Ten, that really messes up the ACC because the ACC, if they want to stay alive, would hope to add Notre Dame to their mix to help them compete with these other powers because Notre Dame is obviously a huge national and international brand. Uh, so if if Notre Dame, you know, joins the Big Ten and not the ACC or, you know, maybe they could stay independent, I guess. But there's a lot of talk about Notre Dame maybe joining a conference. Then that's really going to hurt the ACC. And I'm a lifelong Miami fan. I don't want to be left out. 
I have FOMO right now. I don't want to be stuck in an inferior conference with an inferior TV deal because the ACC, uh, ACC universities would be making 30 million less per season than anyone in the big two conferences coming up. So when it comes to revenue, we're going to be left in the dust here. Okay. So there's a lot of talk about what's going to happen, especially with the big time football schools, Clemson, Florida state, Miami, are they going to be able to join up with one of these big conferences? The, the big like barbed wire fence that's in everybody's way. Anyone trying to leave the ACC is what we refer to as the grant of rights agreement with the ACC. We'll talk about how ironclad that is right after we talk about betonline.net. That's your number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews and news, including this year's Major League Baseball season and your college football futures coming into this coming year, guys. Miami over under eight and a half is a big one we look at. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. So this uh, grant of rights, okay, uh, the ACC has a grant of rights deal in place through the 2035-2036 season. That's a long time. Uh, that guarantees essentially that even if a school jumps ship for another conference, its television revenue still goes to the ACC. And people say that could be enough to keep the conference afloat. Okay, now... So you have to ask the question because the way that I look at it is because we've seen teams change conferences before, right? The Big East was not happy when Miami and Virginia Tech and Pittsburgh and Boston College, everywhere back in the day when they left the Big East for the ACC, they weren't happy. I know the Big 12 is not happy about Oklahoma and Texas leaving their conference and the Pac-12 <laughs> shaking in their boots about UCLA and USC leaving. So obviously there have been high profile exits before. And the way that I look at it is when people say it's impossible because of the grant of rights, you show me a rule and I will find a loophole. That's the way you have to look at this stuff. There's loopholes for everything. And this was talked about by uh, Brett McMurphy and Paul Feinbaum on the Paul Feinbaum show. Uh, McMurphy described the USC-UCLA move to the Big Ten as, quote unquote, much bigger than OU and Texas to the SEC. Uh, let me, let me get to the meat of this here. Okay. Uh, he said any big 10 deal involving Notre Dame would likely help it repay its ACC grant of rights within a couple of years. Now, Notre Dame is not a full member of the ACC, but there is some grant of right and, and they are in basketball. So it's, it's a little complicated. They're a member of the ACC and other conferences, just not in football. Uh, McMurphy suggested that two to four teams suddenly following Notre Dame out of the ACC could force ESPN to simply waive the grant of rights in the interest of writing a new TV deal to include former ACC teams in the SEC. So right there, that tells me it's not impossible. It's not impossible that if Miami and, you know, we, we talked a lot and people had been tweeting us um, at Locked on Canes that if, if Miami were to leave the ACC, would you prefer to go to the SEC or to the Big Ten? 
Um, most of you, I think, agree that the SEC would just make more sense. And like, don't be afraid to play in a great conference because um, if the SEC became that much of a super conference, it would be like the NFL. Like everybody would get better because of how big that conference is. And there'd be so much competition that you could lose two or three games and like still compete for a national championship because the conference would be that loaded. Like do not be afraid to compete with the likes of, you know, the Alabamas, uh, and the Georges, like, do not be afraid to compete with them because Miami would also benefit from the recruiting and from the revenue that they could get in joining the SEC. So I'm not afraid of that. I just think the SEC would make more sense geographically. And, you know, to be in the same conference with Florida, I think would be really interesting. Um, if Miami did end up somehow in the Big Ten, you know, you'd be flying a lot more, right? I'd be flying to the Midwest and out to California on a regular basis. It would be cool, though. It would be really cool to be in the same conference, though, with the likes of Michigan, Ohio State, and USC. I mean, how fun would that be? How fun would that be for Miami and the USC Trojans to be in the same conference? So um, I just hope something big happens because I would hate, you know, to see like Notre Dame enter the Big Ten and the ACC just be like a, like a, you know, life support conference that's like only staying alive because no one can afford to get out of it because of the grant of right. Like, I, I would hate to see that. I, I just want the best thing for my program. When you talk about building a gigantic program, the TV revenue that you could get by being a member of the SEC or even the Big Ten, it would benefit everything when it comes to Miami football and basketball, right? The non-revenue sports would be weird. The women's golf team has to fly out to Southern California for for a week. It'd be weird, but it is what it is. Football's the moneymaker. Football drives everything. Welcome to the U Francis Maui Goa. We'll see who's next. We will see who's next. We're five days away, four days away. I had to do the math. I count with my fingers sometimes. We're four days away from the Jaden Wayne announcement. So we'll see if he's the next five star to drop. Thank you guys so much for listening and for watching. Hey, get more on the ACC by making Locked On ACC your second listen every day. Host Candace Cooper, who does an awesome job, and the local experts of Locked On take you across the ACC in 30 minutes or less. Make Locked On ACC your second listen. Locked On ACC. We will talk to you guys again tomorrow on another episode of Locked On Canes, part of the awesome Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.